Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And we are back in Studio 1A after our last session in Justin's basement, Studio 2C, <laughs> 3B, I don't know. Recording here on National Beer Day. Yeah. It is oh, National Beer it is, Day. Absolutely. Hey, guys, cheers to that. Cheers, National no, Fucking Beer Day. Know, I didn't know that. Clinky. Clinky. clinky, 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 pretend clinky, yay! yay. Um, and we have beers from uh, right around the corner at Patchog Beer Project. The uh, can I are they the newest one? Can I say they're the newest one in Patchog? Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely the newest in Patchog. I think they may be the newest on Long Island, might be still. That's always changing though. So uh, I, I, yes, it, yeah. for a couple of more weeks until Sikataga opens. Yes. Yes, I've been eyeballing them. I'm over by that store. I'm over by them more often now. Uh, mm-hmm. Every time I'm there, which is like three times a week. First first week in, uh, weekend. Yeah, in May, May, I, May I keep eyeballing over there day. and going, are they open yet? Are <laughs> they open? Like I drive by and I kind of lean over as I drive. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, because I don't want to pull into the parking lot, no. but I kind of lean. I'm like, can I see the door? If I lean, I can see the door. No, nope, you you, you don't, don't lie. Smell. Don't lie. You're just doing your gangster lean when you drive. <laughs> well, you know, i got to look tough in West Iceland. Right and yeah. dirty. <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, Patchogue Beer Project. Um, it's over on Railroad Avenue. It's over by uh, one of the music venues, right? What was that? Oh, the Emporium. The, the Emporium. No, so. it's the it Stereo the Garden now. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, it'll always be known as the important. It's, it's the place with, where where somebody got, got shot. Yeah, where people yeah. got shot after a uh, that concert. Happens. That place. Also, where the uh, the Suffolk County Republicans hole up during election nights for some odd reason. Okay. Hey, listen. Whatever makes you know, you know what says Republican values is a venue where people get shot at rapper like <laughs> performances. That, you're right. That does speak to the uh, to this traditional Republican values. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's this is um, the newest creation of Mike Philbrick of uh, Port Jeff Brewing's fame. So it's a New York State farm brewery. They've opened up a five-barrel uh, system with a bunch of 10-barrel fermenters that they got hanging out. And uh, as of my understanding, their goal is really just to be in a place for experimentation. Yeah, small and, batch brewing. Yeah, a lot of small batch, a lot of collaboration, a lot of, uh, you know, get kind of pro-am kind of things going, you know, th- those things to give an opportunity to experiment with more um interesting and creative beers yeah that aren't necessarily needed for that you can't always do once you start getting into a bigger system right and they're also conveniently located with um what's the what's the, the burger joint local burger local burger and yeah. you can actually order local burger while you're sitting at the bar oh that's always good yeah it's a some i've from my understanding it's a somewhat pared down menu from everything that you can get a local burger but yeah that you'll sense. still bring it yeah, no, and yeah, you don't have to go all around and pick it up. They bring it over. Yeah, right. They cool. bring it over. Yeah, can't beat that. No, then local burger is pretty goddamn tasty. Yeah. So, yes, so, um, I like their logo. It's kind of got the uh, old uh, cigar Native American yeah. chief. Yeah, cigar, I, c- I'm going to say cigar Indian. I know Indian's not the right word anymore, but uh, <laughs> it's that's what it I, is. I believe that is the you know the appropriate term for those things. Yeah, um, it it it, uh, it reminds me of like every shitty high school like logo but in a good way it's very long island obviously you have the yeah. indian thing but it reminds me of a lot long of high school island. Lo- yeah a lot of high school logos it just it, it, yeah, it seems like very a, appropriate to me yeah kind of like the brentwood logo yeah uh i know brentwood i think is i don't think they're the chiefs anymore but they i think they're the warriors but something yeah. along those lines exactly um but i'm pretty certain it's a native american as their logo as well and that's a different conversation, and we won't get into the National Football League teams and things like that. But uh, 
as far as the beers are concerned, this was the first we stopped in there just uh, just before we recorded to pick these up, and this was my first time in there. It's a nice looking joint. I do like the aesthetic that they have going on in there. It's very clean. It's very very modern looking in the in the layout of it, like a very yeah. new bar. It's a, it's um they have a number of tables to sit at. The bar is very nice sized, and uh, the, today it's be- first be- really beautiful day of the year. Yeah, they had the windows. Yeah, the windows, and they have a garage door that opened, so you're you know, kind of getting the breeze in from outside. It's uh nice. I mean, I've, I was actually there um for an IBME board meeting, and we kind of sat in the back, and we we sat up front. And we the place was not full of people because it was a Tuesday night, yeah. but you could see how the layout is really conducive to having a conversation. Right. It's really a great place to go and sit down. There wasn't the music. Every time I've been there, the music hasn't been you know loud. Okay. Um, it feels more like a chill hangout spot than a bar. And you know what? That kind of goes with the idea that like it's not on the main. It's right off the main drag. It's not on the main drag with all the other bars and all the other you know places to hang out in on Main Street. It's, yeah. It's around the corner. It's a little quieter. Yeah, and especially that that road is only uh, southbound where the brewery is located, so yeah. you're not really going to get a heck of a lot of traffic going past. Exactly, exactly. So we picked up uh, three beers from them. We have um, a golden ale, a wit, and a porter from them, which uh, I'm interested. I have not tried any of these. I um, have had the wit. Before you've had now. the wit, and Mark, have you had any of them? Before? I haven't had anything from there yet. Um, Justin was with me while we were picking this up. Was Justin and I picked this up together and. We had little samples of two of them that were there that we did not pick up. We had the I got a, a honey ale, which was a little over hot for my taste, but it was interesting. Yeah, and I got a um, the taste of their winter ale, which I didn't get. Uh, I was upset that I didn't see the last time I was there. I wanted to try it, and that was it was interesting. The um, you know very solid winter ale. There's nothing wrong with it, but it also wasn't. There was nothing a lot you know yeah. different about it either, Close. which you don't expect. <laughs> Well, yes, from Mark's taste, there's probably too much clove in it. But it was in that, that's what I mean by a standard winter ale, because most winter ales have too much clove for Mark. So where Except does... for the one from North Fork, apparently. <laughs> it ordered... didn't have clove in it. At all, right. He, he ordered, a, or, I saw him order the winter ale on Wednesday from what? North Fork. And I, I'm like, what'd you get? He goes, winter ale. And I'm like, I came this look like, who are you? Like, what happened? He goes, I read the ingredients. There was no clove. Was like, <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Nutmeg and cinnamon. Yeah. So um, we've we've poured the wit and no, um, this, is no. the, this is the gold. Oh, this is the gold. This is the gold. Oh it's God. called pipe, <laughs> it's called uh, it's called pipe dream, and it comes in at five point five percent ABV. So which is super average. Justin was about to like go nuts. Give, on wit. give this a courtesy score. No, yeah. well, if it was wit, yeah, then yeah, you'd have to have a conversation about it. But I think as a golden ale. It, it still tastes kind of witty to me. That's the thing. I'm thinking maybe they put it. I mean, I'll be interested when we open the gold. The golden ale number one should be clear, and number two shouldn't smell like a Belgian or taste like a Belgian. <laughs> this one, this one does. It does smell like a Bel- It does smell like a Belgian. I, I would be a- really surprised if this was the golden ale because I've had the golden ale. <laughs> yeah, you don't think this is, you I, think I, they labeled the can? I off? assumed it was a Belgian golden ale. Oh, this might be different than the last one I had. I had a golden ale the last time I was there. It was not Belgian. But I didn't recognize the name of it either. All I saw was Golden Ale, and we, okay. and we picked it. Okay, so, yeah, that was my thought process. Yeah. As soon as I, as soon as I smelled it when I opened, yeah. it, got the Belgian right. aroma to it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a Belgian style Golden Ale," which okay. I tend to enjoy these. Um, I think they're light and drinkable, and have a little bit more body than your normal um, American lager. Right. I was actually just going to comment on the body. I mean, the the body on it is not not a heavy bodied beer by any stretch, 
but it, it really carries the flavor on your yeah. tongue when you swallow it really well. It's it's uh no, pretty it's, good. It's I really like this one. This is a this is a good this is a nice quality beer. It's got that little bit of sweetness to it, but not overly sweet. Um, you know, I think as a golden ale, it hits it hits checks all the boxes that it's supposed to. The head on it was pretty good too. When I poured, it. I mean, I gave it. I gave mine an aggressive pour because I wanted to check it out, and the, the head the head stuck around until I actually picked it up and drank it. Yeah, it's honestly it's like a little too like dank or piney to me near the finish. Yeah, I, I caught a little something at the end there, but I couldn't tell if it was like a hop related flavor or if uh, I think it's hops. I don't think you, it's yeast. You don't character. think it's yeast? Yeah. Like oh. on the aroma, I definitely get a mix of like. Uh, uh, bubble gum and like black pepper that I'm assuming is from the yeast, but like that that character towards the the end of the taste, it just it just seems too American to me. Well, again, they're not they're not saying Belgian think, style. They're not saying American style. They're yeah. just kind of. That's saying, why I was confused because it just says golden ale. A lot most of the time when it's a Belgian golden ale, that they, they most places label it as Belgian because. You know that's the character that you're. That's what you're expecting. If you just say golden ale, no, no one thinks of Belgian golden ale. That's the first thing. Oh well, yeah. Without the qualifier, you don't you don't think that that's gonna, you know it's going to be Belgian. So that's why I was really confused <laughs> when I was uh, drinking it. So, other than that, what do you guys uh? You guys think you're ready to rate it? Yeah, I'm gonna give it a pint. Like, I, I I could finish the pint, but like that that character is just too much for me, and I'm not gonna want a second class. Okay. Um, for me, I think I'd I'd go probably with a bomber on this one. I think I could enjoy two of these. And um, man, you were talking about that. Even though we had a huge breakfast, um, I could kind of go for one of those a good burger and uh and two pints of this and i think that would be really enjoyable yeah i, I this makes me makes me want pretzels well how well, convenient that there's a tub sitting next to <laughs> yes I, I was more thinking of the the pretzels that with like the beer cheese that we had at uh i know that that's a german thing and this is belgian but it gets me in the mood for that like um cheese and pretzel thing going on gotcha i don't know i might just be because i'm fat and i like beer cheese and pretzels maybe everything makes me feel that way who doesn't <laughs> seriously so this, um, so the website just says, uh, a gold, yeah. just as golden ale. It doesn't give any more details as to uh, if it's what style it would be in. Right? Did you give it a rating, Justin? Did not. Uh, I agree with Mark. I'm going to give it a pint. I think it's 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 really, uh, it's a great beer, but um, there is that that finish that I you know I still don't necessarily identify it as hops. I, I don't know that it's not either, but it it isn't as um that that builds. That finishes it, building like, on my yeah, palate. Yeah, I mean, it comes off as like a bit West Coast IPA ish to me. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely um, understand how how you get there. I get what you're saying on that. Um, I just don't find it overpowering. Um, to me, it does kind of. If you get that, it's like a light version of the West Coast one. Like I, the West Coast ones, I always yeah, want to yeah. like more than I do. And so this one being a little bit lighter. Than that, I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I can get behind that. No, I, I can see that. It's just still not my preference. Yeah. All right, we're gonna. All right. So moving along, we're going on to the five percent ABV Wits End. Yes, this is a Belgian wit. I've, I've had this one, and uh, this I think is my favorite of the ones I've had from, from them. 
That was a good sound. That was. That was. It sounded like, really good in the headphones. Yeah, Everybody like, enjoyed ah. that at home. We might, have, we might have to clip that one and, and save that for some <laughs> other purposes. But uh, Just use it as the... Uh, the sound. Oh yeah, that's true. We could like do every that every time. Yeah, that's a good idea. Drop it in. All right. That's too much work for me. Well, no, you, you, don't, you don't have to do it. I'll do it on the audio side. Yeah. Well, no, you just do that, and then yeah, every once in a while, I would use that as like an intermission one. You know, I was more <laughs> thinking when we need to when we need to insert sound for some reason. Well, you know, we have a, a, a commercial break or something. I'm pretty sure they may have uh, labeled the cans incorrectly. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're thinking. No, this is the wit. Yeah, the smell. This is definitely the, the wet. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, the um, the, this is a lot clearer than you would expect from a wit, which is pretty impressive. But the carbonation is beautiful. Look at the yeah, carbonation nice color, streaming nice off of it. Yeah, no, it's definitely the wit. I I was just looking at the the appearance, the clarity of it, right? Yeah, because it definitely has better clarity than the other one, right? Which I, I know. I think they serve straight out of the bright tanks, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could be a factor in the clarity on these. Right. That's true. Ooh, this is tasty. Yeah, this is this is a really, really clean, is like, a... great, clean Belgian beer. Yeah, this, this is really tasty. It's clean, a um, little bubble gummy, um, but not overpowering. Um, no, like, it's, but, it's like there bazo- on like the bazo- nose, like but bazo- it's... Like Bazooka Joe, kind of like... It's bazooka when you open it, not when you eat it. Yeah, when <laughs> right. you eat it, it tastes like trash. <laughs> yeah. But when you open it and you get that aroma, you're like... Oh. But it comes with a comic. Well, the comic right. is the best part. Exactly. What um what I like about it is the really clean bitterness in the finish. Like there's not it's not a harsh bitterness. It's just enough to to clean that bubble gum and that uh, yeast character off your palate, so you can you can want to drink more of it right away. Yeah, it is. It's it's nice and crisp. Yes, that's a perfect way of putting it. This is my my style lawnmower beer. No, I can get behind this 100 percent drinking this. It, you know, it's it's springtime now, and the weather's starting to get warm, and this this beer kind of has, like, all right, let's get going kind of feel to it. Like, yeah. we can start doing stuff outside now. We can start being outdoors. I, I like this. The the thing that is to me is really impressive about it is that that there's that balance. Like, I keep I'm like searching on my tongue for the flavor, and it's gone. That's that's a the great part about the thing about I think most people don't like about Belgians is that yeast yeast character tends to build if you're drinking a triple or anything else. It can the out between the alcohol and the yeast character, it gets overwhelming on the palate. Not for me, but I, that's a complaint I've heard from other people. And this is one of the a Belgian that someone. This is kind of like this could be Fisher Price, my first Belgian. You know what I mean? <laughs> my first this could be the you know a Belgian beer that maybe even Greg Kelly would like. <laughs> it does not exist. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. I mean, I. Th- it speaks to that idea of straightforward very well done beers that we always enjoy i will say the clarity is you know relatively disturbing like if you hold it up and you look at it from the bottom you're pretty sure you're drowning <laughs> yeah <I laughs> like mean, you know what i mean like that's exactly if you were dying underwater that's what you would say it's so clear yeah no i really like it um a little fine little fine white bubbles chilling out on top yeah it's, it's, it's so hanging crazy. out and the aroma is staying with it um Super pretty. I could just hang out and drink this beer. Like, just go. We're just we're just hanging out and just drinking. 
could get it, party with it a little bit and keep going, but like it's it's kind of going to be able to do all of it. If you put this in a glass, you know, and people looked at it, they would they would think you're you know you could be drinking any American lager. Yeah, it would yeah. be really fun to pour this and, and the, just give it to people and not tell them it's a Belgian, <laughs> and I would just watch their face go because <laughs> they're expecting a you know Budweiser. <laughs> so earlier we were t- Justin, you and I we were talking about that uh, that show, um, Superstore. Yes. Right, that I've been watching recently, and there's an episode where they do like a farmer's market in uh, in the store, and this one woman is selling craft beer, and two or three of the guys try it in the store, like take the sample, and they're all just like, "This is Bud Light, this is absolutely Bud Light," and one of the <laughs> makes the whole show is just like it's just harassing this woman to be like, "Admit it, it's Bud Light, it's Bud Light, it's Bud Light, it's Bud Light." Finally, gets to gets to her at the end, she's like, "Fine." I buy the kegs from the distributor and I rebottle it. And I said, because you can't tell anyone. Though. And he's like, he's like, I just needed to hear it from you. <laughs> so, it's brilliant. Uh, and, and and I said that and I just went, man, I wonder how many people have tried that bullshit scam. I don't know. I, <laughs> I would. That's brilliant to me. No one would yeah. ever know. How would anybody ever find out? You would know. Like the beating of the tell heart, you would know on your palate. Your know. taste buds just, would, uh, would seems like an awful lot of effort to go through to like pay taxes and whatnot on that shit. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I just think I just think of the the ability to mark it up. You know, you can buy you buy a what you can buy a half keg of uh, of Bud Light for what, like one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, and if you change it over, maybe less. Change it over into bombers and ha- and how much you could sell each one, and you're selling each one for yeah, you know, for ten you, bucks a piece. You could fr- you could fruit some, just fruit some of it for no reason, you know. <laughs> what, <laughs> what did you do? Oh, I just dumped some strawberry jam in the bottle. Of right, bottle. exactly. I've definitely seen like people like taking like the Bud Light leftover from a Super Bowl party and like dumping it into a bucket and then pitching bread on top of it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Somebody should do that with a dump bucket at a competition. That would you, be... you said that as I was drinking, yeah. I almost threw up a little bit. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. just the idea of the dump bucket just is gross, oh, and, God. And no matter what. Well, you always have the guy at the table who goes, how much, would you, how much would I have to pay you to drink that? And I'm like, have you been a judge for more than like five seconds? Like, this fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh. There isn't enough money for you to pay me to dump that, right? I mean, yeah, and that also reminds me of like the first off-flavor class that we took at Dubco, and that was the one guy that finished all of his samples. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I finished all of them. I'm like, wait, you finished the one that tastes like baby vomit? The fuck are you doing <laughs> i was into it all i right. drank them all yeah. i'm like what i mean i finished the lactic one because that t- just tastes like a really good sour beer to me. yeah <laughs> i was like oh cool <laughs> did you guys when you were younger ever play that game kings or king's cup it was, like, familiar. It, was it was a drinking card game where like every time you played a uh people played a card like something would happen and it basically was like mini game a bunch of mini game mini games and if you got there was a cup in the middle of the table, and if you drew a king or something like that, you would pour some into the cup. Okay. Right? Or if you lost, you would pour some into the cup and so like that. And whoever drew the last king had to drink the cup <laughs> of, like, whatever was in there. And most of the time, when you had everybody sitting around, like, we weren't all drinking the same thing. Right. So it would just become this nasty-ass thing to do. So it was one part Russian roulette and one part, like, mini games. 
you know like it, it made sense at the time but like it just <laughs> once or twice it just and then you got that and you were just like oh this is this is terrible well that that's now, the, but now that you're in the demographic where nobody cares about your opinion that's right back. no one cares about me anymore right <laughs> now it's real how about that game bean boozled have you heard about this I feel like I've heard the name, but I have no idea what it's it is. It's the Harry Potter jelly beans. The, oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Birdie Bots, every flavor. Bean. Yeah, you spin. Yes, you spin the a we, the wheel of beans, and you have to eat whatever <laughs> one it lands on. You don't know what flavor it is. Okay, you know they. And I don't know if anyone's aware, but they have some pretty disgusting flavors yeah, like earwax, earwax, grass, dirt, vomit. Yeah. yeah. So a friend of mine apparently was playing that with his kid. And he just ended up writing on Facebook, nope, 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 no more bean boozled. I threw it out. (laughs) Um, If there's any Harry Potter nerds listening, just remember that toffee is probably earwax. Do not eat it. (laughs) Yes. Alas, earwax. Yeah, it is is not uh, uh, something I want to partake in. All right. It's also the bottom of a Vermonster, too. So you know Vermont. (laughs) Does everybody know what a Vermonster is? Yes. So ben, and, ben and Jerry's, Jerry's there's, oh, a, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a competition with 30 scoops of ice cream and a whole bunch of other toppings. So I was challenged to eat one of those. Uh, I fucking did it. Oh, sorry. But I had to scoop, like, the disgusting... Like, I should have gotten one flavor. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. All the flavors melded together at the bottom in this pool. Oh, you had to eat the soup? Oh, yeah, I had to eat the soup. And, and the soup is mixed in with pieces of brownie and pieces of... Uh, um, peanut butter cup and the, the, the detritus of all the other oh, ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, yeah, or I is think it the detritus. What is it? Detritus. Detritus. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was. That wasn't fun, and that was how it ended. Like I had to finish <laughs> with that. Notice. I had to finish with that because that's obviously what's left. You mean and then, the shame wasn't the last thing? Oh no, the shame lasted for weeks, <laughs> for weeks. But the <laughs> so did, so did the diarrhea too. <laughs> but uh, the I had to pick it up and, and like it's like it's in like a KFC bucket. Yeah. It's it's the fattest thing you can do. There's nothing there's nothing that makes you fatter than that. Like it's impossible. Thirty scoops of ice cream in an hour and a half. Oh good lord! Oh, my stomach church is thinking. Yeah, if I were if I were lactose intolerant, I would have died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's so get back let, to let's, this. Let's one. get back to this delicious beer. I really I'm trying to extend it to keep giving me a reason to continue yeah, drinking yeah. this particular beer. But uh, Mark, you you finish first, I think. So you go first on your rating. I'm gonna give it a bomber. I could definitely drink two glasses of this back to back, no problem. But I don't know if I want more than that. I can understand that. I think I'm gonna go with the bomber as well. I think uh, that's just the right spot, and that's gonna be one of those bombers I don't want to share. Yes. Um, I think okay, this one's for me, and uh, you guys want it. You can go get your own. It'll be a hat trick. It's going to be a bomber for me as well. I think that's the perfect amount. Hit those back-to-back and then uh, go mow the lawn. There you go. All right. So the last one we have is uh, Apache Porter. Um, And this one comes in at 6.3%. Justin, I'm going to let you reach over and grab the handle this time so I don't do the ridiculous backwards pass or something I did. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, and it's a porter. We don't know if it's an American style porter or an English style porter, or a Baltic porter, or a Baltic porter. That's true. Or, or, a, tro- or a tropical porter. Not a thing. That's true. It could be anything. We Sounds don't know. Accepted. <laughs> We're living dangerously with the barely labeled porter. Yes. And I have water still in there, but whatever. It's just water. I want them to do a beer that's just called cultural appropriation. I'm sure somebody like starts and tapped. I'm sure there's at least six of those. I just mean specifically Patrick Beer Project. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
I have no I have no problem with it. I'm neither Native American nor worried about it. But I think that I think the uh, I think that would be a fun way to uh, combat that. I'm appropriating your culture with my meat upstairs. <laughs> That's true. You are fucking Norwegian Norwegian culture, and then you dump a Japanese stuff into it. Yeah. Well, I did that already. Well, yeah. I'm gonna um, dump some Japanese funk in there, though. American Porter. <laughs> All I can think of is uh, the Japanese version of Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> it's like K- K-pop, K-pop meets Detroit. Oh my god, that would be so incredible. I really want to see that now. I want to see a whole bunch of weird K-pop kids doing doing uh, Parliament Funkadelic music. But of course have like wigs that look like George Clinton's dreads. Yeah, of course. Like, of course. This is definitely an American porter. Yeah, but it's really good. Very good. I really the the um that like medium roast coffee situation yeah, is it's, really it's got, solid. Like, it's got a really strong roast character, but it is very smooth. It's mm. not uh, harsh or acrid in any way. No, it's it's got that nice bell curve. It, like it go, ramps up a little. You get the height of it, and it, it cleans itself off. Yeah, this one's spot on. This, this is, is really tasty. I'll be honest. This was the one I was most worried about. Um. Going in, I was... Oh, yeah. Just because I feel like sometimes folks have a hard time defining their porters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just use the word porter because... It's they, brown. It's brown, and it sounds better with whatever title they have. Yeah. You know, if you said Apache Stout, it wouldn't sound as good as Apache Porter because you have the little... Alliteration. A little alliteration. Slightly. Um, I feel like... I've experienced that in drinking beer sometimes, but this one is, yeah, you're right. Good roast, good level of flavor, not overpowering, cleans off well. I'm in. I like the color a lot too. It's got like this really interesting orange hue. Yeah, it's got some like they're like little ruby highlights going on when you when you look up into the light. Um, the the head on it is, it's not uh, you know the biggest the biggest head, but it, it's definitely you know some fine bubbles. And yeah, I've got a nice little swirl across the top still. Yeah. Oh, it de- you know, it definitely laces. The aroma is also it. You would never guess the level of roast in the beer from the aroma, but the aroma is very pleasing. It's got um, like a like a low caramel tone to it. It's got that, but it also has uh, it's got a little bit of coffee in there. Yeah, very. But it's it's the coffee smell, not the roast smell. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. right, right. I mean, it's a it's a little darker than brown bottle color, you know, but uh. It's, it's really good with the with the level of the the sweet to it too. Yeah, no, I want a biscuit. Not a, okay. Let me specify. I don't want like a cornbread biscuit. I want you know like a cracker type biscuit. Like I actually might want Belvita. You want a cookie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, I, yes, I want a cookie. But you know the the, the it would go so well with That's it. English tenant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, this is American. I like one of those English biscuit cookie things. No, you, you, I know what you're saying. Kind of like the uh, the Biscoff airport airplane cookie, air, airport biscuit yeah, kind of thing. You know the type of thing, or a scone. The scone would be great with this too. Like this is this is my coffee. I don't drink coffee, but this coffee flavor is awesome. Are you just saying you want to drink beer in the morning? Because yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> because you could do that too. That's okay. It's, yeah, it might be frowned upon. I had uh, at the office. I had entries for the LIB ME Pro Am. Yeah. And I brought them inside. I usually leave them in the car, but this and you know covered up. But this time of year, it's uh, it gets too hot, too yeah. hot. So I brought it into the into the office. I, I wasn't going to put it in the refrigerator in the office, mostly because it's a really small refrigerator. Yeah. 
And uh, so somebody walked in the corner of your cube. And- yeah. So somebody walked in and saw them. And there were four in a six pack. Right. And they looked over. They're like, did you drink the other two? <laughs> I was like, no. Yes. It's, it's a long story. Just go away. Because I don't like that guy anyway. But <laughs> no, Damn I'm not it, drink- Steve. Get back in your cage. I'm Dude. having a really rough Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Okay, I'm like, it's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. No, I didn't drink two beers at work at 10 o'clock in the morning. You should have been like, it's hump day, bitches. Woo. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Can eat that commercial so much. <laughs> they brought that commercial back. I don't know if you saw it. On, I don't know if it's yes. just on Hulu or if it's on regular TV no, I or think what it's it is. Just on Hulu, but but uh, yeah, they brought that back. And it's even it's even in standard format. It doesn't. It's not, it's not widescreen. <laughs> no. no, it's just standard format. It's really cool. It Sixteen by nine. What else? No, but I think they're doing it on purpose for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'm going to kick off the ratings for this. I think this is going to be a growler for me. It was almost a bomber, but I think I'm going to go growler on it. It's uh, that well done. I think for me, it's going to stay at that bomber level. I know that makes uh, all three of them are bombers for me. Um, but I feel like that's right where it is. It's got a good good quality to it. It lacks a little bit of a defining character to me to make me go, like, I really, really want it more. Or, or the complexity to make me go, I want to keep drinking this and try to figure it out. But I think the bomber is uh, spot on for me. I'm with Justin on this. This is a growler for me. I could definitely uh, drink my way through that. It, that's a, a really well-done beer. Yeah. On, a, on all fronts. Speaking of well-done beer, um, want to talk about Chopped? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those of you who are longtime listeners or are part of LIBME, you know what Chopped is. But for those who aren't, it's like the TV show. We pick a uh, random style out of a hat. Then you pick two, what I'm going to call flavors, but maybe people use them as ingredients. Yeah, specialty ingredients. And you have to make a beer. And there's a big list. It's all totally random. Um, you wouldn't know that by what I got. <laughs> Cause, no, because fate, what I, fate well, is always out to fuck you, Justin. No, no, no. Fate, fate, fate not He's only... playing T-ball. Yeah. Fate not, fate not only landed in my lap, but it fucked Mark, which made it even better. <laughs> Body in a wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, uh, last oh no, the last my birthday. Thir- th- yeah, on yes, on Mark's birthday. Everyone knows when that is. I'm not going to tell you when when that was. On Mark's birthday, we went to went to craft in uh, Port Jeff as a club, and we made we did the picking. So and the picking was commenced. <laughs> we did the yeah, picking. We did the picking. <laughs> All right. So, Justin, what did you grab? What did you draft? Not not really great grammar or sentences. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm drawing circles. Yeah, I, you're like making fucking fan art over there. I what have a doing? circle template somewhere. Jesus. I'm sure you do, that? but I'm drawing. I'm on on my scrap on the scrap paper here. I'm drawing yeah. uh, circles with the back of a uh, bottle opener. Because Kevin's in fucking economics class in high school right now. God, I slept so much through that class. <laughs> my teacher was. I hate. She hated me because I all I did was sleep, but I passed the class with like B plus, like yeah, it's all basic matters. shit. Yeah, you're like, yeah, macroeconomics. I got this. Yeah. Diminishing returns. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a junior taking the senior class. I don't care. Leave me alone. Just <sighs> it's a history. It's a science, social studies class. Of course, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> Man, that worked out great for me. Fuck so <laughs> okay, <laughs> before before Kevin takes the revolver, I'm out. Keep <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to drinking. We uh, uh, so we commenced the picking. And uh, I got, I I picked uh, uh, English brown ale. Okay, that's not bad. No, I like English brown ales. And um, Greg Kelly didn't get English brown ale, so that was the bonus there. Yeah, he does make a good one. Yeah. You want more of this, or you want no, cans? Give me all the cans. Cans for pickles. All of the cans. So, 
that's the style I got. What style did you get, Mark? I got German wheat beer. All right, so we're not. That's no, not terrible no. for you either. You like we're both beer. we're both chilling right now. No big deal. I'm I'm a little. I think I'm a little happier than Mark is because Mark's not a super like wheat beer type guy. But right, but it's, it's a doable not, but action. The, but the styles aren't like necessarily the worst part. It's really the crazy ingredients that you guys get that right that make it a real challenge. Yeah. So you picked first, right, Mark? I did. Okay. So what was your? What, do you remember the first ingredient you picked? Mint. Mint. So Mark got mint. You those don't of, like mint. I abhor mint. For those who've been playing long, Mark would eat fourteen grapefruits before he took had any mint. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about the guy that refuses to have normal toothpaste and has to have, go have cinnamon toothpaste. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, and on top of that, I have to be blunt. I don't think that mint goes well with that yeast character in any way, shape, or form. I feel like they are not a good combo. I don't think I've ever had mint in beer, to be honest. I definitely have. I've definitely have a shitty. I had some shitty Christmas beer that had mint in it. I'm positive. Like I know, actually, that's not. I know that I judged a, what was called a candy cane winter ale. Ugh. It was uh, just the thought of that doesn't make yeah. me happy. I, I do like mint, and oh, that doesn't make me. It happy. was awful. So the first ingredient that I pulled out was uh, cinnamon. Okay, cinnamon and brown ale. Yeah, we're, we're kind of seeing a, a trend here. Right. So I'm, I'm happy right now. And I, I, by the way, had a low number, so that meant that I, I picked last in the first round and then picked again quickly. So they snaked it. Yeah, they did okay. a snake order. But that means in the third round, I'm going to be left with the second to last option uh, option in there. There wasn't a there wasn't any ping pong balls or anything like the uh, NBA draft. Or, no. <laughs> no, maybe maybe we'll overcomplicate it with that next year. <laughs> So well, if you register third, you get the most ping pong balls. So you, what? You know what? We should do that. Like. <laughs> We we really should take like, you know, like so they put it up to a, a, a vote basically for all the members to vote on these ingredients and the beer styles. Right. They really should take like the bottom like four or so ingredients yeah. that weren't selected and just like randomly pick one of those and throw it into the oh. mix. It's a good idea. <laughs> um. So Mark had Mark was, to update the bylaws. Mark picked early, so in the last round he he went. Towards the beginning of it, right? No. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, yeah. I, I picked twice. Right. I picked the two ingredients back to back. Exactly. Okay. So you had last and first. Got it. Yeah. So what? What was the last ingredient you picked? Vanilla. Vanilla. So you got vanilla and mint in, in a German wheat in beer. A German wheat beer. I don't see how that works. I mean, I can get vanilla and mint going together themselves, but in the wheat beer, that's the real difficulty. Yeah. I know I'm stating the obvious, but I'm just processing this because this is the first I'm hearing of these results as well. So I'm watching everybody else pick because I'm picking at the end, and I'm praying to God. There are things I don't want. I don't remember what those were, but I knew there were like two things I didn't you want. You don't want fruit. Yeah, they were picked like right away. And I'm like, okay, fruit. cool. You don't want the weird uh, peach liquid and smoke. Apricot. Oh, pe- I definitely didn't want peach and apricot. This, the weird smoke, liquid smoke crap. I would have taken smoke. I would have t- oh no maple ma- I, w- I didn't want the maple bacon smoke because that <laughs> don't you guys have that one bottle of like maple bacon smoke that's been floating around for two years now yeah Rick Rosh got that and he's like what the hell is that I'm like it doesn't matter Andrew still has the bottle just ask him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we uh, anyway I realized Mexican chilies are left ooh and I'm like holy shit I really want Mexican chilies like please God give yeah. me Mexican chilies so it comes to my turn there are two left and we're p- picking out of uh, Greg Kelly's hat. And they hand- that doesn't seem like a safe environment. Either. No, it, it wasn't. So he he it wasn't any Star Santa Vogel. <laughs> so that you know the hat comes over to me. And I I see the two folded pieces of paper and they're side by side right in front of me. Right. 
And I'm like, you know what? I always pick the right side. I'm going to pick the left side this time. So I picked the left, left side. I picked the left side. Motherfucking Mexican chilies. There you go, so man. So I literally got set up on a tee. We'll see how I fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> that's inevitable. But uh, I'm we're basically, the plan is to do a, a mole. Um, mole. A mole. mole, uh, mole, English, mole. English brown ale. I'm interested in that. Yeah. I'm we'll interested see. in that. And who and you guys aren't doing this yourself. You guys have uh, teammates, co-brewers, right? Yeah, which we do. So uh, you want to shout out your co-brewers while you guys are doing this? Yes, we have. Uh, I have Joe Joe Capiello and um, what the hell's the other? God damn it! <laughs> Don't totally worry. forgot. They won't feel bad. <laughs> I fucking I drank too much yesterday. Way too much. Uh, you, who are yours? Let me think about this for a second. I have uh, Jen Kelly, Greg's wife, and Adam Weiss, who is the club treasurer. Oh, I have Bill Weiss. I have fucking I have Adam's dad, and then uh, I picked, second year in a row. Woo woo yep. whoop whoop. I pick, He's good luck. I picked up uh, uh, John from uh, the home, our, our newly converted member from the Bottle Share at Brew okay. and Beyond. He's been he's brewed at my house one time, and uh, he he wanted to do it, so I'm like, just come by. You can be quote unquote part of the team. And then I think we're gonna. I get to be part of the team. I think we're picking. I think we randomly picked up another person on Wednesday. I don't know. I'm gonna have like 16 people are gonna come to my house for a house party when we brew. Apparently, I have no <laughs> idea. It's gonna be like high school where like you, three people were supposed to come over, but they each invited three people. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I mean, I think you and I talked about it briefly, but what's your relative plan? Do you want to share that? I, mean, yeah, I don't think it really matters. <laughs> I'm. I'm. The plan is to make a Dunkel Weizenbach, and. You know, aim for a dessert beer type uh, situation with that. I think that's the only thing you can do is a, a dessert beer. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the the safest option because you can make the flavor super bold and not worry about it. Yeah. Now that you say Dunkel, I, that's occurring to me. That's like, oh yeah, you can have darker wheat beers. Yeah. In the German style, and because when I immediately heard wheat beer, I'm thinking lighter. I'm thinking, you know. Um, just thinking, yeah, oh, it's, it's, you, it's lighter wheat beer. Like, right, you're thinking Hefeweizen. Yeah, I'm thinking Hefeweizen, and like, that's really tough to get those flavors in there. But yeah, now that you say it, Dunkel's, that makes more sense. You go for a darker, the darkest one you can get away with. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm interested in that. I really yeah, am. I mean, and, and thank God for Adam Weiss, because he's the one on, uh, <laughs> he was like, you know, you don't have to do all five gallons. I'm like... <gasps> Yes, you're right, because there's no way in hell I am drinking what's left of this after the judging happens. Oh, God, no. It, this no, was... this is this is going to go into the TBC parking lot. Like, this isn't even going to go back in his car. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, if... I, I would, whatever the smallest batch you can handle. Oh, doing... yeah, well, I've got two shiny new two and a half gallon kegs over there. That so seems like the perfect Two and a half gallons of... is getting the, the shit <laughs> in it, and the other two and a half gallons is going to stay a nice Dunkel Weizenbach. Nice. And that's the beauty of tinctures. Not using, not putting anything into the actual brew. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, the chocolate mint's uh, soaking in vodka upstairs already. Yeah, Mark died a little inside when he had to purchase the chocolate mint. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure you tried to find some Japanese variant of mint before you settled on chocolate. I mint. did look into it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was looking it. into shisho, but uh, bless you, Jesus Christ, fucking do it. I I I didn't think that would really be uh, in the spirit. I want to put a take a pencil because while mark. in the same family, it's uh, not that closely related. No, nothing. Yeah, any Japanese version is just going to be like, well, this one. It's this well, is, I mean, this is Japanese mint, but it tastes like f- fermented sage, bean paste. Sage, <laughs> thyme, and lavender are all in the mint family too. Okay, we've talked about this. You're right. 
when people taste it, they're going to go, what the fuck is this? This is sage. I know. That's why yeah. I didn't go for a Japanese variety. Okay. There you go. I want to take uh, a Sharpie, yeah. and I want to make marks on, on his face, on Mark's face, so we well, can like watch the, the progression of his eyes closing down and getting, and getting like, narrow. <laughs> <laughs> Every trip to H-Mart, it just, it just closes in a little bit more. <laughs> it's fucking... Okay. <laughs> All right. You win. <laughs> well, uh, I have to say I was um, very happy with the Patchog uh, Beer Project beers. They um, just in the two weeks since I went there the first time, it um, the, they already there were three different things up on the board. So it seems like their their idea of having a fast rotating menu. Fairly decent turnover. Yeah, it's you know you're able to go in there. You can get you can get flights. They have pretty these cool uh, clear acrylic flight trays. Yeah, those were cool. They're like the paddles, but they were clear. Yeah, and when you set it on the table, the glasses are on the table, and then when you pick the paddle up, they settle into the into into there to to carry it around. I've seen those in wood. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those before too. I'm not terribly a fan because it's like kind of awkward when you're sitting it down. Well, I mean, it really depends on the no. They have they have good good glasses. It also depends on if it's your first flight or second or third flight of the day. (laughs) I will. I I can't honestly remember where, but like I was. I, it's definitely a brewery that has those kind of paddles, and they use like the mini Belgian style glasses. No, no, no. And no. it's so like you have to be like super careful as you're putting the paddle down to make sure that all those glasses like yeah land properly on the. the, the these look the like foot. mini shaker pints, so they were um you know they're they're yeah, uh, ang- they're yeah. angled outward so they they don't fall through the hole. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, the, yeah. And the bottom is nice and flat. More, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, the the weirdest stable. one I've ever seen like that. It looked kind of like an artist palette. Oh, you know, like, yeah. like a circle thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and then it had like these little cutouts along the side, and they served it with the mini tulip glasses. So it looked really pretty, but it was really awkward. Yeah, but it was a move. super disaster to hold because it was like immediately unbalanced well, actually, the second you picked it up. They had like a rack that like they put down and then like sat it on a rack. It was really <laughs> so fucking complicated. Like, you're way overcomplicating <laughs> this, but it looks really cool. That, because that they made Because cool. they made them out of. Uh, like biscuit log biscuits, uh, you know, okay. so they looked natural looking and stuff like that. They were very cool. That's um, interesting. I think that that was either I want to say that was like a like was, pla- like yeah. Placid I was gonna say that was like, one of the places that you stopped up at. Up yeah, there, right? yeah. It was like like Placid or something. Yeah. All right. So I mean, definitely check them out, and uh, we will uh, update you. Follow us on social media to find out about our chopped brew days and uh, all that other stuff. We'll keep you updated on uh, how Mark's uh, dumpster fire goes and how I um, fall down at the at the plate while I'm playing yeah. football. <laughs> when, when Justin gets hit by the ball, even though it's sitting on a tee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to take a big whiff. <laughs> there we go. Oh, everybody. All cheers. Right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash voyage and Twitter and Instagram at BeerTasticShow or send them a good old-fashioned email at BeerTasticVoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers.